Hello there, I'm Aor Sadra, CEO and co-founder at Incremental. Welcome to Podrick the Podcast, the incremental podcast that adds even more value. This series is titled We're All Mad Here. We interview interesting people from all sides of the marketing industry, leaders from ad platforms, growth marketers, brand marketers, and people we just love talking with because we appreciate their opinions. We don't rehearse and do not practice, keeping the interview unscripted and open-ended. We talk about anything from industry buzzwords to the trends you should actually care about. In this interview, I'm grateful to talk with Toby, Chief Growth Officer and Co-Founder at Fastic. Fastic is one of the most successful and fastest growing health and fitness brands. Toby was also the CMO and Co-Founder of Lovu, one of the biggest social dating apps in the world. Not being the traditional marketers, Toby is a great believer in thinking outside the box and was awesome to hear his opinions and experience about growth marketing. Hope you'll enjoy listening to this podcast. Hey, Toby. Tobias or Toby? How do you prefer, actually? Toby. Toby. Okay, but the full yeah. name is Tobias. The full name is Tobias, yeah. Do you have a middle name as well? No. Okay, cool. Um, Toby, you want to introduce yourself and give a little bit of a background to how you got to where you got? Sure. Um, uh, yeah, first, uh, first of all, uh, welcome. And uh, my name is Toby. So... Um, um, we start, uh, I started my journey uh, already 10 years ago and uh, into, back in 2011, uh, I came up with, a, with an idea uh, to uh, some uh, lovely uh, friends of mine uh, in my hometown um, to convert our uh, old, uh, let's say, web communities uh, to an app. So you know that. Um, 2010, 2011, that was um, very unusual that you uh, start a business uh, from scratch, which is 100% focusing on, uh, on mobile. Uh, and this was basically uh, the idea uh, of uh, entering the mobile space. And um, yeah, I, I was able to um, find some awesome dudes to do it together. And then finally, we came up with... Uh, the dating app Lavu. Uh, maybe some some of you uh, also know that back in the days. Yeah. And what did you do? Uh, what did you do at Lavu? What was your role specifically? <clears throat> since since we started Lavu, um, I'm I'm hundred percent focusing on the whole performance marketing. This is uh, this is my passion uh, since day one, and um, I'm I'm following. Uh, uh, si since the date, my, my passion and try to tackle all all the things, understand everything what's 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 hot and uh, what is trend in in, in this uh, industry. And uh, yeah, I'm finally here now at uh, at a co-founder and the CTO at Festic. Uh, almost ten years later, I'm happy that I can also follow my my second passion, which is health and fitness, and uh, that's what we basically doing with uh, Fastic. And if you go even longer to the back, so like you're very successful in both ventures you've done, very, very, very successful, recognized global names, huge success. Like what brought you to this world? What did you do even before Lavu? Um, yeah, before, before Lavu, uh, it was a very, very different game. So uh, I was uh, basically employed um, as a consultant uh, at the at the, like a local government, 
So to helping uh, entrepreneurs um, to getting better. So to support them basically as a, as a consultant. Uh, and uh, once I uh, did that, I figured out that um, maybe it's now a good time to change the sides besides of helping them from, from the government side uh, could be a very nice idea to also uh, being an entrepreneur. And I, I, I had already the feeling that, that, I, that I like to go in this direction. And uh, there was also uh, one day where, where I figured out, oh, now it's a very good time to um, enter that market. Um, I saw that all the social media communities um, um, started like Facebook uh, and um, all a lot of local social networks uh, uh, bumping up uh, everywhere in, in, in Germany, basically. And I also thought it might be a good idea to uh, join uh, join this uh, join this business and uh, we uh, start uh, I start with a friend of mine with um, let's say a party network so we, we, we I think a, a lot of people remember the time where, where you send uh, photo, photographers to the party making pictures from all of the attendees and then the day after you can go on a website and you uh, can look on, on this uh, on, on the platform and yeah, I see your, your, your face on, uh, on the website. That was uh, basically my, my first entry point uh, to the uh, mobile world. And uh, not mobile world, sorry, uh, to the uh, internet world. Nice. Cool. And, uh, you know, it's like, so you talk about performance marketing and performance mar marketing often is perceived to be kind of like a science, but let's face it, you build brands. Um, and let me ask you a generic question that we ask in this series. Do you think marketing is more of an art or more of a science? Mm. I think I think it's definitely uh, both. So on the, on the one hand, uh, more in the science direction, it's, it's all about data, tracking, measurement, predictions, uh, and so on, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, this is this is this is more or less uh, I think a, a science topic and uh, where also kicks in the uh, BI team and so on uh, where, where, we, where we at Plastic um, work very close to this team and on the other hand it's all about design make it make very nice communication uh, understand personas uh, also have a very good gut feeling for is it a good design or is it a bad design but also um, like being um, or like have a feeling for for the customers and also uh, came up with ideas being very creative uh, and this is also on the other side uh, more or less an, an art topic uh, and if you can combine both worlds then you can being very successful cool. how, how does your day look like these days a typical day a typical day i mean testing it's 100% remote. My typical day, it's um, uh, I try to start in the morning with uh, running uh, around the ocean. So I, I, I moved from uh, Germany to uh, lovely Spain uh, and enjoy here more the sun, uh, the sunny side of the, of the life. And uh, that's, uh, that's also where I come all my energy from. Uh, if you start the morning very early, have a have a nice uh, kickoff on the ocean, and then I will jump in, of course, 
my first remote calls, uh, more or less on Hangout or Zoom and so on, and uh, try to be aligned with my uh, lovely teams and uh, co-founders uh, on a daily basis. And uh, um, what I what I normally do in the beginning every morning it's uh, to open dashboards of course and to to look at the numbers what's going on the day before and uh, and then normally a lot of questions occur and then I try to figure out um, what's next and um, and also based on the numbers this will defining uh, also my uh, my focus at the days yeah, I know the feeling very well, by the way. I used to develop um, dashboards for myself, you know, every job I ever uh, worked at. And I would basically make a list of what's the 10 items I want to look at in order to kind of like aim the direction of my day. Like where, where will I put the most impact today? Um, what piece of advice would you give anyone entering this industry, either as an employee or as an entrepreneur? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, if, if I would uh, connect this to the question before, I think uh, that definite, definitely uh, uh, don't, don't trust only one data source when it comes to UA decisions. So that, that, that's, that, that's definitely crucial for me and also for my team. And uh, look at more or several sources and then come to a final conclusion what that actually means. Uh, because it's Sometimes it looks so obvious, but then if you look at it from different angle or from different uh, perspective, uh, or talking to someone in your someone else in the company, uh, and then you add a little bit more back to the uh, to the numbers, then you have maybe a different uh, outcome. Yeah, I agree. By the way, it's like I also I think it's like people. You know, we are often kind of like. A, it's quite easy um, to go into the rabbit hole of going for correlation versus causation. So there's a there's a really funny internet meme that shows that um, there is a direct correlation between the number of movies starring Nicolas Cage released per year and pool deaths, number of people that drown in their swimming pool. Um, and yeah, obviously the two are completely unrelated, but. You know, there's many, many studies basically showing like the correlation is not causation. I completely agree with you that if you get kind of like a sucked into a single a KPI, uh, you will often miss out a lot of things that are really happening in the background. No, absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about kind of like data uh, as well. And um, last year, I think we're all aware something happened in our industry. Apple killed the IDFA. Um, how did you guys adapt to this uh, new reality? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, to, to be honest, we, 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 don't, we don't see too much or too, too, too crazy change it when it comes to um, our approach um, of under, understanding and, uh, and the measure of data because we always had a strong look on, on, the, on, blended, on the blended CPA. So that means for Fastic uh, that we that we don't uh, look at our UA performance only separately. So we want to understand the big picture. So uh, look on the organic, look on the look on the paid, and uh, uh, and then try to understand 
what's going on with the whole. And yeah, what's what's now new for us is that we add even more data layers to it to make 100% sure that our decisions are right. For example, I mean, now we are being obviously a customer of incremental, and this is definitely something what I mean with adding a, a new layer and a new, a new source to understand what's really go on, especially uh, if you add new channels or if you have like um, bigger adjustments or bigger changes uh, on some channels, then it's, it's quite, interesting to see what what's what's going on and i mean be, be, before before like automation like that uh, you you need to have at least one or two colleagues on the bi team they are 100 dedicated working on uh, on marketing uh changes to understand really what's going on so th i think that's that's definitely that's definitely a, a change for us and the, the, the point, by the way, that you mentioned that you look at blended. So it, it's amazing how many companies we still see that are looking for like only a certain campaign or certain channel return and ad spend, not realizing that sometimes you are literally, you get maybe positive ROI from a certain channel, but in the grand scheme of things, you are literally paying for what you would be getting for free. Now, I actually wanted to ask, like, when did you you know learn that you should look at blended rather than direct channel is it does this start in fastic or already previously in uh, lavu this was already a, a figure what we what we had uh, back in the days of lavu because i think the to me was always um, as as a manager of a b2c brand uh, the most important channel by far it's the recommendation of customers and um, if you take this in consideration then it's then it's obvious that you that you need to optimizing the whole thing on the planted level and also understand that the customers uh, are the drivers and uh, focusing on that as well and not only uh, look on the on the return on ad spend level the whole day and say oh we can't we can't scale this up because uh, the return on ad spend uh, don't allow that so but if you're understanding the whole and if you see okay what 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 is the recommendation uh, KPI of the customers. What is the uh, what is that? What actually is the impact here? If we scale this up, and even if the return ad spend don't follow, probably if you uh, understand everything else and you make a little prediction, then you can making different um, spend decisions. Yeah, you know, I, I used to speak a lot with the, the people at Adjust, which I guess you know pretty well as well. And I think one thing that I always agreed with them is that incentives were part of the problem. It's like when you work with a UA team who each person has a goal to reach a certain ROI uh, metric with a channel, then actually don't they don't really have the same interest or incentive of the company. So actually you might have a person trying to scale a channel because it shows directly uh, from a direct attribution, a positive ROAS where it's actually not helping the company grow. Uh, this is something that uh, we used to agree uh, quite a lot, and I actually wanted to ask you because, you know, we, you work with you work with a couple of attribution companies as well, um, and again, you're also using incremental. How do you differentiate attribution and measurement? Um, yeah, try we try to combine it um, is, is, is somehow. Uh, we 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 take all the all the different 
uh, data tools what what we have and then we uh, combine it together in in one one view and uh, and understand then uh, our our blended uh, return and ad spend goal for example and this will this this allows us to also making very quick decision on a daily basis if we can um, scale up or if we have to uh, if we have to decrease the spend on, on on a channel and then on the same time we can definitely understand the impact uh, the day after uh, from our moves so but only if you look on on the whole sometimes it makes no sense to just say okay decrease the channel on on the one hand and then uh, the channel manager hit hit their goals. All our all my channel members, for example, they have they have one goal, and this is always a combined goal. And then uh, if we break this down on 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 a weekly level, for example, and count every single day together, um, then then uh, then it's one week planned result. And this helps us also to have like what what you what you describe with this. Ah, the channel manager has has his goal, and the company has a different goal. Uh, this is this is for sure very, very um, um, the wrong direction if you don't align the company goal with the people's goal on a daily basis. Yeah, completely agree there. And I wanted to ask a specific question, kind of like in the line of plastic. So you know, today's customer is quite informed. They have a lot of tools, they have a lot of options and trust plays a very big factor. And um, how are you building trust with your customers and potential customers? Uh, that's a good question. So first of all, um, the, uh, the, for, us it's, for us it's data security, definitely super, super important and we understand this as a strength uh, of the company and we take this actively in in our goal settings we try to bring this also uh, as a very very important topic to this to, to us to the management round that every every decision what we will make or made uh, it's also um, under under the interest of the customer which is obviously now also the data security and uh, we also figured it out um in our uh in, in our customer interviews that not only the germans care about data security also the us guys yeah it makes a lot of sense and when it comes to the advertising side so like have you gone beyond just mobile um, or are you, you know, sticking to banners and videos on mobile apps? No, no, that's uh, of, of course not. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, playing around uh, here and there and uh, try out new things. Um, I like to try out new things, by the way, and uh, also um, go, go beyond um, just the pure tracking or digital challenge where you can add a link, for example. So what we what we did at Festic, uh, we also designed uh, flyers and put it to um, put it to, um, for example, boxes from HelloFresh where we believe there is a good uh, personas uh, or audience um, uh, mapping uh, there and yeah try to also measure that uh, somehow on the one side using uh, codes for that on the other side 
uh, we're using also incremental to to understand what is the potential outcome of actions like that and the important thing is that you that you measure that that you're not just saying okay let's let reach one million customers on um, by by a flyer or like a, by by some uh, different offline activities the important thing is that you uh, measure that all the time and uh, also came up with opportunities um, what's next and especially to me how we can scale channels like that so i'm not i'm not uh, would enter a market uh, or like a channel what is not possible uh, to to grow over time so then it's then it's make no sense to me yeah and by the way i think that the the when you take a digital product and uh, take it to the real world whether if it's flyers or tv which is again it's like arguably if it's real world or not it's it's as if you make it more tangible to the consumer building more trust and usually what we're seeing is that you know over the last few years I think the, there was a trend of consolidation, okay? Digital marketers basically just went Facebook, Google. Why? Because the device graph, it worked. But then now I'm actually seeing the opposite. I'm seeing companies expand their portfolio, but it's not just going to other channels like, you know, a lift off and so on. It's also going to other mediums. It's also investing more in influencers. It's investing more in out of home. It's investing more in TV and so on. And this is something that you guys do very, very well. Uh, it's really awesome to see. And I guess you did this in Lovu as well, right? Lovu is an incredibly well-known brand. Yeah. I mean I, I just follow. I, I just follow my DNA basically. So it, it, it was always um, this was always uh, what what keeps me um, keeps me up with the market to uh, have a very broad look and to talk to so many people. Uh, what is a potential pot potential new channel? What should we try out? I I always defined a test budget for everyone uh, without any. Uh, KPIs, uh, what we're expecting in the first place. So that's, uh, I think that's very important um, also for channel managers that they, they know, okay, we have five or two, two, 10K and we can test and learn very easy and without uh, so many restrictions. And uh, yeah, this is definitely one thing what we also, uh, what we all, what, what we, what, what I established at Festic on a daily basis. What's the most random channel you tested recently? Random channel. Um, let me let me think a minute. Yeah, I, I mean the, the, the last big big uh, uh, random action for me was uh, to finally understand the impact of a very big um influencer so this is this is something where i have not a final answer to and i uh, try to talk to so many um uh, colleagues uh, in the market and i think i think that is not this is not 100 clear if the if the if there is a if the value what you have to pay for such a corporation it's uh, it's really there and uh from the brand perspective, even also from the performance perspective, and um, this is this is what I'm what I'm really care right now, and to understand it fully, if is if this uh, this bigger deals and this 
big bets? Is this the right direction for Fastic? Um, besides from the big channels like Facebook, uh, Apple, and Google. Cool. Um, obviously, I want to ask you a question about incrementality. Uh, how do you define incrementality in marketing? And is it the holy grail in terms of marketing results? Yeah, there is, from my perspective, there, there, there isn't, uh, and there isn't definitely no holy grail. Everyone else on every, uh, every brand needs to define their own way. Uh, by focusing on first on the customer and understand every single dot and then combine it to each other and incrementality it's uh, for us and it was always a very big part to understand the whole and to understand what's what influenced uh, things what influence our main kpis and uh, this is this is why this is why it's it's so important to to note to not only just have one data source, as, as I told you before. So, and in incrementality, incrementality, it's it's definitely connected to uh, to, to organic of the business and and B two B business uh, needs for sure a very strong look on the incrementality front. This is this is I'm 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 hundred percent. I'm 100% uh, saw this in the past, and uh, this is for Festic still the case that you that we need to align on the performance channels and also understand the incremental in, incrementality of it. Now we've both we've both been in this industry for a while, and this our industry tends to create a lot of buzzwords and topics and so on. Uh, we made a list of a couple of these terms, and I wanted to hear if you think something is an actual trend people should be thinking about, looking into, and so on, or if it's complete BS. Um, first one, Google ID deprecation. Well, oh, we, we will see, um, we will see uh, what, what's going on. The same with IDFA, I would say a, a lot of discussions advanced and so many fears uh, in there. And then the end result is at least to the bigger organizations, there are not so many changes. Of course, for smaller brands, they need to spend more money now to make the same learnings. Uh, but exactly happens what what I, what I what what I thought in the beginning. Not so many changes. There are, it's it's a little bit annoying here and there, but um, but in the end of the day, it's it's uh, it's it. There's not not no no bigger change for us at least. Cross-platform advertising. For Festic, it's for Festic, it's uh, it's the way we, how we, how we how we doing things. So we we uh, take every opportunity what is promising and uh, trying things out and yeah, let it let the data decide if this uh, it's a channel which is. Which is performing well, and if it's not performing, then we switch it off uh, very, very quickly. Next one, NFT. Oh, very good question. Actually, so I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of the whole metaverse development, and um, I'm I'm uh, try also to a little bit. Uh, influence our, our my co-founders to uh, uh, 
have at least the NFT world uh, uh, on top of their minds. And we we already in discussions uh, how we can combine like NFT and metaverse uh, maybe in the future with Festic. And I think we have very nice ideas here, but uh, right now we're keeping our focus. Cool. And uh, Toby, what's a random fact about you? Random fact about me is that I'm that I'm hit uh, a birdie on the golf course last uh, Saturday. Okay, <laughs> cool. So that's a minus two, right? It's minus one, but I'm I'm very 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 early uh, in in with this sport activities. Was my second time on the golf course, and okay. uh, and uh, after I. I make this move the all the other guys say oh we, we don't trust you anymore that you that, that, that it's your, your second time on the golf course yeah just uh, because again this is only an audio and people are not seeing toby toby is pretty young he's not the typical golfer who's at their uh, 60 with um, plaid shirts and uh, plaid pants so okay very good uh, starting to maybe a future career yeah i mean uh, it's it's so lovely to to it's also kind of uh, for me it's called like a kind of meditation now yeah. uh, it's so inspiring it's so relaxing calm down and uh, met people and have long longer discussions um, i really like it yeah and i'm, I'm assuming that uh, life in spain and golfing works better than if i look out my window to berlin uh, that would not be fun that would not be fun at all <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe sometimes we can have a uh, or we should have a, a golf uh turnier together cool i can mini golf or uh, maybe we can yeah. ski together ski i think would be yeah it's, ski i mean ski I and mean, this is this is in my in my dna since like uh, 20 years so nice. that's all that's always uh, always possible cool and toby if people want to follow you or reach out to you how can they do that easiest one it's linkedin or instagram uh it's my name cool all right so thank you so much for your time it's really been a pleasure thanks for having me and uh yeah i'm i'm can't wait for uh, for your really uh really cool release stream with new features <laughs>